Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Inside Leverage, your gateway to the fascinating realm of the Miami Dolphins. Join us as we delve deep into the team's dynamic Super Bowl journey. We invite you to share your most scorching takes, unwind, and relish in our captivating Welcome back, Fins fans, to another episode of Inside Leverage exclusively on the Fans First Sports Network. We are here today to discuss some breaking news. Breaking news. We'll let Chad uh, expand on that uh, on that information. So, breaking news: Jerome Baker has been placed on short-term IR. He is uh, one of two possible guys that could possibly be returning with Isaiah Wynn still dealing with his injury. The Dolphins have added Calvin Munson from the Patriots practice squad onto the roster. So he'll be uh, filling in in the short term on special teams and everything like that for Baker. So how are you guys feeling about the news? Well, for me personally, I think it's a big blow. Um, you know, I think he was coming along on, on the defensive side. And, um, you know, I, I think – it's it's unfortunate, but you know you got to move on. Next man up. I think Duke Riley showed his uh, what he's capable of this past sun, uh, Sunday against the Commander. So now he got to step up and continue to be uh, continue to bring that uh, consistency. So it's unfortunate, but it, we got to move forward. And I think he'll probably be back in time for playoffs. Um, at least he's going to play one more regular season, hopefully, and then head to the playoffs, and then we can. Get things rolling. One of the things I'll, I'll build off what you're saying, Mechanic, is one thing this team has showed you week in and week out is the depth and maturity of this overall group is superb. This defense is playing at such a high level. And even when we go back to look at Duke Riley and his contributions last year, it, it was majestic at times. I was on my timeline on Twitter giving him praises because he was doing Van Ginkle style things. And I feel like with the added 
uh, contribution of Duke Riley, you're going to see uh, kind of what we see from Wilkins and Sealer. We're going to get that from Van Ginkle and Duke Riley. So I know that's a bit of a, a, a bold comment, but that's where I'm going to dig in at. I think it's about depth, you know, having that strong depth in our in our in our roster and we're getting the fruits of that labor because without that debt i don't know man the things we, we would have probably been dealing with struggling in games like we've done in the past so that's what i've been looking for in this uh this team before the the season started in this off season so now we're seeing the fruits of our labor for our debt purposes duke riley showing up um liam showing up now that we're hearing robert hunt is out on this game. So those that debt piece is going to be crucial. Well, mechanic, we can look at last year when Teron Armstead went down in games. That was pretty much the game. You know, so we have case uh, case examples. Last season when guys went down, it didn't look the same. And what we're seeing from this year when guys are going down is we're not missing a beat. And guys are giving you that extra element of 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 um of goodness. Who would have thought we have three left tackles? We went from struggling to find one and the depth and the coaching of Butch Barry. Listen, like I'm 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 getting I'm getting the I'm getting the chisel ready. We're gonna start chiseling this guy's statue soon. That's fact. And speaking of offensive linemen, let's give a great congratulations to Austin Jackson. He got a three year 36 mil with what, about 20 mil guaranteed, a contract, an extension for what he's doing this season, playing at elite level. Finn's mechanic, a.k.a. Junior, is saying this right now in front of you guys. He is top five in the league. Wow. Top five in the league at tackle. I apologize to you, Austin Jackson. You did your thing. French, what do you think about this whole contract situation for Austin Jackson? I think it's great. Well, with the contract, man, it's it's a deserved contract. This guy worked. He busts his butt. It didn't quite look like it looks now when he first started. But when you look at what he's been through from helping his sister with bone marrow transplant to fighting to get back on the field, this guy's giving us everything, man. And I'm, I'm proud. Yeah, I mean, and he's still young. This contract extension allows him to tap back into the market and his prime as to his blindside tackle. A unique situation in the NFL being that he can be the blindside tackle for this team and a good scheme. He's gaining continuity. There's camaraderie with uh, Robert Hunt next to him. You know what I mean? There's a good working relationship all the way around the board, and it's allowed him to flourish and really step into his own. Quickly, uh, as far as my perspective on this, I'm very proud of the kid. Uh, there's nothing more satisfying to seeing somebody that's been doubted, uh, much maligned, uh, coming out of college and, and very, at a very, very young age, mind you, and coming back and putting in the work and working hard, regardless of what you know what was going on outside of his you know his direct circle and uh, rising to the challenge and becoming a legitimate. Um, high quality right tackle specifically being as important as a right tackle is with a left-handed quarterback. So, and I think uh, not only uh, we've seen his improvement this year, but going forward specifically with the game that we have coming up uh, on Monday night with Tennessee, you're going to continue to see his growth and his progression. One, one thing coach about, you know, what we always talked about this off season was time 
the right coaching and development. That's that's all we've been talking about. Absolutely. And e- even me um, having moments where I was out on Austin Jackson because I was so frustrated in what he was showing, but I had to remind myself, like, this guy is young. Our coaching has been, has not been consistent and no continuity. And, and the scheme wasn't right for him or right for the team in general. So now that you see all that combination coming together, like Chad said, he's 24 years old. And he has plenty, plenty of ability left to, to grow and be elite like we want him to. Now at the right tackle position. And he's faced high-level caliber competition all season, whether it was Mac, uh, Bosa in L.A., you had um, Judon, you had Crosby. Bro, he's he's went up against some of the best guys. But um, the the Titans coming up this week, they don't have a guy to the same level of, of rushing prowess. You know what I mean? So he's not going to have the same level of competition going into this matchup. So he should be able to produce – at an extremely high level, and I expect him to have a clean game like he's been having all season. This is a testament to Chris Greer and the front office, man. Like, I, like as, as excited as you should be about these players, you should be uh, excited about the front office and the decisiveness and, and, and the maneuverability that they're giving us, man. This is, as well as you think the offense and defense is playing, I think the front office is playing even better. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm, I'm juiced. So, French, how you feeling going into Monday's matchup against the Titans? Let's get around to it, guys. Monday night football, Dolphins, primetime game. This is an opportunity for us to beat our chest. This is an opportunity for us to fend out of control. Guys, we will be 10-3 Monday night at 11 o'clock with us handling business. I'm not writing off Tennessee. We still got to go out there and play. But guys, based on the maturity of this team, based on on the coaching, based on what happened last year, and from Hard Knocks, the coach reiterating that time in and time out, guys, let's make this different. We were here last year. And with the awareness and the attention span of this team, both specifically offense and defense, we are posed to do something that we haven't done since possibly 1983. And folks are looking at this as a, uh, a easy game, I should say. And you know what? I'm, I'm going to admit it is. But like you said, French, it's it's a challenging uh, NFL. NFL is all about, you know, you never know. So you got to make sure you come in there prepared. You're home. You're home. You, you, you're on a win streak. You're, you possibly could be winning the AFC East before week 18. Get the job done. This is it. This is where this is where this is where great teams show that they are great and they're proving uh, to the other teams to watch out. So I'm excited about this game. Tyreek Hill is a guy I'm watching this week in this matchup. Without Kevin Byard over the top, they've been struggling. They've been struggling with the deep ball. Tyreek Hill coming off of a 157-yard game, 
first player since 1991, since Mark Clayton with 12 TDs in a season. Uh, first player with multiple games of 60-plus yard reception since 2000 in a single game. Uh, he's, he's balling, Merrill, on pace for over 2,000 yards this season. He's been lighting it up. He's been a big part of the offense, and I look forward to him continuing his dominance this week against the Titans defense. I personally am looking at this as a massive, massive game. Just looking at some of the initial uh, numbers that I was looking at for Tennessee, I expect Uno to have a Madden-esque game against his secondary. They're not very good against the pass. They haven't been very good against the pass all year. And not only that, they're missing their key cog, their their franchise D tackle, Simmons. And Simmons... You know, I can see a run game being effective in this uh, uh, in this game uh, Monday night. So I I wouldn't be surprised if we run a lot of not, uh, inside zones, um, physically putting our will at them on that uh, that defensive line and the uh, Intua play action pass, throw it deep to Tyreek or Waddle for a touchdown for an explosive play. So this can possibly be a high scoring game for us. But like I said, we can't hurt ourselves and we can't underestimate the team. I think that's the, the that's the mindset of the team. And let's get the dub convincingly. Let's go. Based on how this team has been trending all year, we, we, we're in a position, like we always say, to handle our business and control our destiny. We're not we're not six and six, depending on somebody to lose, depending on the, the the Steelers to lose, and hopefully this guy ties, and then we have to win out to try to sneak in. Guys, we are posed to get the number one seed to have the entire AFC come through Miami. And I know other teams might not think that that's a a a a, a grand thing or think it's a big thing, but listen. January in Miami is a little different. It's a lot different from across the country. Other places across the country are 30 and below. Well, we're hovering about 80. And when you talk about the humidity and 90 plus degrees with that sun kicking in in the summertime, yes, I said 80 degrees in the summertime. This is Florida. This is Miami. The AFC will run through Miami. We have to handle business. Let's get it done. Yes, sir. And and, and to speak a little bit about the AFC, like you said, we got to take care of our business. And it looks like all we have to do is continue to win. We got three straight home games coming up. This game with the Titans, the Jets, and uh, who's the next game? Uh, is it uh, the Cowboys? Oh, the Cowboys is My in bad. front of the, the, the Cowboys the, is the third one. Yes. So we have three possible home games that we can be three and knowing. So let's take care of business. The, the 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 Chiefs are looking suspect, in my opinion. The Bills are on a down streak. Let's take care of business. Let's get the AFC East championship, and let's prepare for the playoffs. And, Junior, to, to piggyback off of that, two is 18-4 and four at Hard Rock. The best winning percentage among quarterbacks with at least 20 starts. He's been balling at home. There's a lot of comfortability at home. We know the offense moves at a different level when we're at home, and I expect a lot more of that come this week. That's an incredible, uh, incredible stat there, Chad. With that, um, let me uh, let, let's wrap up the show with this. You guys want to have any uh, score predictions? I can go first. Uh, I, I I feel like it's going to be another similar type game. Um, 
like we had with Washington, um, I feel like, you know, their offense, they have a good running game, but they don't have a good offensive line. I just, I feel like it's going to be similar. I'm going to say again, we're going to put up another 40 burger, but I'll make it 40 to 10 Dolphins. Well, mechanic, I, I wanted to go first so they didn't kind of steal my thunder. I'm going to go 47 9. Uh, actually, let's go 47 zip. I think the Dolphins pitch a shutout on prime time, and we put up 47 points in a good old fashioned blowout. I, I wouldn't be surprised. It's home. I like that. The last time we faced the Tennessee Titans, we lost 34 to 3. I want that get back. I'm, I'm going to dance along the lines of what French is putting out there as far as his prediction goes. And I'm going to go 37 to 3. I know that he's not a very vocal guy. I think that this is a big game personally for Tua. I I think he's going to go, for a lack of a better word, he's going to go apeshit. I'm, I'm, I'm saying we're putting 50 on these guys, 50 to 13. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy on the Titans. Well, on that note, guys, uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Inside Leverage. I also want to take this opportunity from all of us from the bottom of our heart, thank you, everyone who uh, donated to the toy drive. Uh, there's a lot of children in South Florida. They're going to have uh, a very uh, satisfying and joyful Christmas. Thanks to you and all your donations. Um, we can't express how, how grateful and humbled by everybody's generosity to come together as a fan base and as a community to help others that are in need. <laughs>